Rabbi Yitzhi together with... Me, Yossi, his sidekick! Yay! At this time, I would like to remind everybody that you are listening to jradio.com. If you would like to listen to us on the telephone, you can listen to us by dialing 712-432-4217. That number again is 712-432-4217. The number to call after the show, after the story, that is, to tell us your name and what lesson you learned in tonight's story is 718-683-5858. Very good, Yossi. And, of course, if you'd like to listen to us live or on the archives, you can call 718-506-9099. That number again is 718-506-9099. And just follow the menu if you want to listen to us live or follow the archives. I would also like to take this moment to remind you that j Radio can definitely use your donations. So, the address is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is Javit Radio, 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. And if you would like to text in to ask for information how to sponsor or to how to advertise on jwitradio.com, the number to text in is 347-927-8398. If you would also like to suggest a story for me to tell, and you'd like to give over all the information and all the details of it, and uh, or possibly the source for it, you may also text in 347-927-8398, and it will be forwarded to me. Yes. Okay, my turn, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, if anyone is looking to hire Rabbi Yitzhi Herbs for either storytelling, kayak from the Maya, extreme martial arts demo, uh, you know, whether it be for, uh, you know, of a Subbanim program, uh, uh, your, your yeshiva, your banos, your base Yaakov, whatever, your school, a private party, or a day camp, a bungalow colony, or sleepaway camp. So, of course, the number to call is 718. 718- If anybody's interested uh, for information about art lessons, martial arts lessons, you know, perhaps karate, uh, private karate lessons, Qigong energy lessons, and so on, uh, you could call also 718-375-1294 for more information. And please be aware that Rabbi Erbs' books are still available in your local forum store, along with many of his CDs and a new one, too. And for those CDs that are not in the stores, you could call Rabbi Yitzhirbs at 718-375-1294, and he will be more than happy to send you a complete list, either by email or fax. Wow, did I get everything in? I think so. I think we can now stop. Okay. <laughs> How you been? Have <laughs> I been fine? Are you ready for Shavuos? <laughs> of course. I'm going to learn my Kabrusa for a while. Then I'll sleep for a while. Then I'll wake up for a while. Then I'll learn a while. Then I'll sleep a while. Uh, yes, yes. That's not what Shavuos is about. Uh, what are you talking about? You got to stay up all night, you know. Uh... No, no, no. The Taklas is not to stay up all night. The Taklas is to learn Torah all night. You know why, of course. I remember learning about, you know, like everybody overslept in the morning. The Torah was supposed to be given and everything like that. So to make up for it, they stay up uh, the, the first night of Shua is to learn, right? That's correct. And you said the words correctly. What do you mean? What did I say? What do I do? What I do? What I do? What I do? You said to learn. Now, you understand, that means you have to, like, understand that the Torah is very, very important. Of course it's important. I mean, you know, uh, you know, if I get a paper signed and I bring it to my Rebbe, I get a prize. No, 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 no. You, you, you should be learning Torah for the sake. Okay, you get a prize, English more, Polish more, but you should be learning because the Torah is so precious to you. Let me ask you a question. Okay, ask me two questions. I'll start off with one. Do you breathe? Of course I breathe. And what happens if you don't breathe? <laughs> what do you mean? If I don't breathe, then I won't be here. 
That's right. Nobody would be here. Now, let me ask you, do you need a reward to breathe? I mean, when you come home today, are you going to say, Bobby, I breathe today. Can you pay me? Uh, well, are you going to do that? No, I guess not. You know something, Rabirs? Yes. That was a pretty good imitation of me. How do you do it so good? Never mind that. But anyways, now, let's go back here. You know, I have a very interesting story today. Really? Okay. Uh-oh, I have a funny feeling. Does that have to do with what we were just talked about? Kind of. Oh, boy. Uh, it's a truer story? Well, actually, no, but yes. Uh, no, but yes? Well, it's a story about Torah, uh, but it's not about Shavuot. I, I, I'm not sure I'm following. <laughs> you don't have to follow. You just have to pay attention. You see, you know, I'm going to tell a story now that is written in a sefer called Oyhev Yisrael. Oyhev Yisrael. Okay, and? Well, the story was uh, heard over, I should say, well, let's put it this way. When he wrote it in his sefer, he wrote it, B'Shem Sharira Ga'oin. Sharira Ga'oin? I heard of the Vilna Ga'oin. No, 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 no. There was a time after the Marayim. They were called, oh, the Ga'onim time, like Rapsadjagon, right? Something like that. That's right. And the last of the Ga'onim was... Not me, because I didn't live at that time. No, no, it wasn't you. It wasn't you either. You wouldn't live that long either. No, no, it wasn't me either. So who was it? Ah, who was it? The Goin Sharira Goin. So the in the Sefer called uh, Ahavas sorry, Oyhev Yisrael, in that Sefer, this story that I'm gonna tell of Sharira Goin. Which means that this story was passed on uh, by Sharira Goin. So if it was passed on by Sharira Goin, then do your calculations. Okay, let me get my calculator, my paper. Let me stop writing. Wow, this means the story took place almost a thousand years ago. That's right. Because if the story is B'Shem Sharira Go'oin, and the Oyev Yisrael was many, many, many years later, and he says it's B'Shem Sharira Go'oin, that means the story had to happen over a thousand years ago. Wow, over a thousand years ago. Whoa, that's a long time ago. Oh, yes, a very long time ago. Anyhow, so let me put it this way. There was at that time period that uh, Sri Ragan was telling about the story, so, meaning this story is over a thousand years ago. There was a, I would say he's a pretty good tzaddik, uh, you know, there's a person named Rob Schreier. Rabbi Schreier? Well, you know, he's called Reb Schreier. Oh, oh, so he was a Choshva guy? Yeah, he was a very Choshva guy. Uh-huh, I see. Okay, so he's very Choshva, and his name is Rob Schreier, right? Okay, now what else do we know about him? <laughs> well, we know that he was a very rich man. Oh, very rich man. And what else do we know? Not only was he very rich, but he's a big Baltzadokah. Wow, not only was very interesting. Yossi, you don't have to repeat every word I say. Rabbi Herbs, you don't have to repeat every word I say. I'm, oh, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay. Now listen to me very carefully, because I am going to tell this story. It's an amazing story. And the reason why I'm telling it is because I want you and everybody else out there to have a feeling to love Tyra because it is so special. Just like you don't say, give me a reward because I'm breathing. So too. Even though you will get a reward. But, but, but uh, do I get a reward for breathing? Of course you get a reward for breathing. What kind of reward do I get for breathing? You're alive. Oh, that's a good point. Right. So if I'm breathing, I'm alive, so that's my reward. So what's the reward if, if, if I love Torah so much? Ah, you live a better life. A life of Torah is... I'm a sh I don't have to describe it to you. You understand? Just don't, don't learn for the sake of the prize you're going to get for Shavuot. Okay? Learn because you love to learn Torah. Because Torah is a way of life. That's what I want you to know. Because that's what's in this story. Really? Mmm. Uh, I think you're hiding something. I am. So, uh, let's see what's going on here. Uh, let's go to Rob Schreier's home. Now, Rob Schreier was already an old man. I don't know exactly how old, because it didn't mention how old he was. 
but he was an older man. And he had two sons. Ah, two sons. Ah, uh, where did he live in? Tucson, Arizona? No, no, just because I said Tucson doesn't mean Tucson, Arizona. Okay, uh, he had two sons. One was Mikhail, and one was Yassi. No, no, no. Sorry. But there were Yassis in those days. Yes, there was. But his son was Aaron. Oh, so Mikhail and Aaron? Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you something. Okay, now, this story takes place somewhere in the European continent. Oh, somewhere out there. Okay, yeah, yeah. So now, at that time, there was a Meshumid. What's a Meshumid? That's a Yid who uh, became a guy. But there's one thing that all these Meshumid, you know, like the, oh, yeah, like these converts. Yeah, right. So these people that convert the, you know, the Goyish religion, you know, whether it be Christianity or just giving up Yiddishkeit altogether, whatever it is. These people think that if they just give it up, <laughs> that's it. But it's not so. A Yid is a Yid from the moment he's born. And you can't change that. The only difference is whether you're a practicing Yid or not. And Hashem, when he judges you, he's going to see. What's the reason that you didn't keep Yiddishkeit? Ah, let's say if you were like a Tinnitus and Nishbu. Oh, I remember learning about that. That's like, you know, like if, if, let's say, a guy got captured in war and then he was brought up differently and he had no other choice. And therefore, he didn't keep the, the Torah, right? Because he wasn't able to. He didn't know because, the, you know, uh, so that's called Tinnitus and Nishbu, so Hashem won't hold it against him. That's right. But on the other hand, if a person was brought up with Derek Torah and then he just gives it up, oh, is Hashem going to hold it against him? Well, anyways... In the Sefer, it doesn't say what the Meshumid's name was. It just said he was a Meshumid. So I want to give him a name. Okay, uh, don't call him Yassi. No, no, I won't call him Yassi. Okay, so I want to call him Armoni. Armoni, okay. Armoni. Now, he was a businessman, and he liked to deal in buying and selling things and making big profits. And, of course, they, were, they had antiques in those days, too. And antiques, if you buy and sell antiques, you can make a lot of money. So this person was walking the streets, mumbling to himself, I was on his way to Rob Schreier's home. That's where the story picks up from. I'm on my way to Rob Schreier's home. Ah, finally I found out through the grapevine that this guy, Rabbi Schreier, <laughs> not only is he a rich man, he owns so many boats. He owns He runs a big business, yeah. Yeah, and he supposedly gives a lot of, uh, I still remember the word, <laughs> tzedakah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I found out that this man could be richer than what he is. And I'm going to try to help him do so. I, Armoni, <laughs> the Meshumid, who gave up Yiddishkeit quite a number of years ago for what I call the better life. What are you talking about? You don't know what the better life is? Oh, uh, yes, yes, he, he really doesn't hear you. Why not? Because he lived over a thousand years ago. So how come I can hear him? Because I'm telling the story now. Oh, good point. Okay, so back to where we were. Uh, so, uh, uh, Rav Schreier, uh, uh, is, 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 is home? Right. And this guy, Armoni? He's on his way to Rav Schreier. Okay, go ahead, uh, Armoni. Ah, thanks a lot, Yossi. Wait a minute. If this is a thousand years ago, then how did he know me? How can he hear me? What, what's going on here? Because <laughs> it's my story. Anything can happen. Okay, but anyways, let's go further. Okay, now. <laughs> so I heard from the grapevine that uh, this guy, Rep Shreya, could have been even richer than he is now. He has a safer Tyra. Not just a safer Tyra. He has a safer Tyra from the great big Sonic. Ezra. <laughs> Ezra Seifer wrote a couple of sporum, a couple of separate Tyra. <laughs> and somehow, down the line, one of these separate Tyras got into the hands of Rapshraya. <laughs> and that means if this Rapshraya would sell it, uh, he could make a fortune. And then if I buy it, I can make a fortune because I don't need a Torah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, here I am, Rob Shrye's house. Wow, it's a, a medium-sized house for a rich guy. All right, here we go. Hello? Open the door. One second, I'm coming, I'm coming. <laughs> Why should I have a butler over here? 
Hello? Hello? I'm coming, I'm coming. I'm not as young as I used to be. I'm second, let me open the door. And what can I do for you? How can I help you? Ah, uh, one second. Are you the Rabbi Shreya, the wealthy man? Uh, Rabbi Shreya? Uh, you're pretty rich, aren't you? Uh, whatever Hashem gives me. Uh-huh. Uh, so why don't you have a butler answer the door? Uh, because if it's a poor person that needs the doctor, I want to do the mitzvah directly, you understand? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know why he does all these mitzvahs. There's nothing to it. <laughs> Nothing. Did I say something? <laughs> I didn't say a thing. <laughs> All right, so, uh, um, um, getting on over here, um, um, can I come in? Uh, yeah, sure, sure. What can I do for you? Are you in the need of tzedakah? <laughs> look at the way I'm dressed. This is the way I'm dressed. Do I look like a guy who needs charity? Huh? 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 I guess not. Okay, so then, uh, please, by all means, tell me what it is that you want. What is it that you need? <laughs> What I need, what I want. <laughs> I'm a businessman. Oh, a businessman. What do you deal in? I deal in buying and... And I heard you have an antique, and I'm willing to take it off your hands and sell it for you. And then we both can make a big profit. You know what I mean? Uh, really? Oh, I see. So you heard that I have something that's very expensive. And you want to uh, find a customer to buy it? And then uh, you get a commission from this, yes? <laughs> of course, of course. And it's really worth it for you to do this? <laughs> what I heard you have? Sure, I can earn millions. Hey, one second, if you're getting a commission, you can earn millions. That I could get uh, billions? I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I see, very interesting. Okay, tell me more about uh, this antique that I supposedly have. Ah, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's from the last of the Nevi'im. What's the Nevi'im? second. You are Jewish? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's your head covering? You don't have a yarmulke. <laughs> I haven't worn that in ages. Why not? You need one? I'll get you one. No, 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 no. I gave up my Yiddish kite a long time ago. Ah, you gave up your Yiddish kite. That's not very good. Uh, you are Jewish? I was Jewish. I'm not anymore. No, 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 no. You can't say that. Once you're a Yid, you're always a Yid. Once a Jew, always a Jew. <laughs> Maybe to you, but not to me. Anyhow, here's what I heard. I heard that you have a safe Torah, very well guarded, from uh, the big, big nubby, uh, Ezra HaSaifa. Is that true, what I heard? Yes, it is. It's very true. It's my most precious possession. That's right, I know that. And you have millions. You, you, you're a millionaire. I mean, you, you got, uh, you know, properties all over the place. You own so many businesses. You own so many boats that you send things back and forth all over the place. You make a lot of money. And I give a lot of to okay. Uh, yeah, whatever, yeah. Uh, but anyhow, but the point of the matter is that this Safer Torah is worth so much. If you sell this, you would have even twice the amount that you have. Really? Very interesting to think about. And I thought about it for about a quarter of a millionth of a second. Huh? What do you mean a quarter of a millionth of a second? Because it doesn't take much thought. I'm not selling the Sefer Torah. <laughs> what are you talking about? This Sefer Torah is worth millions. If everybody hears that this is a Sefer Torah written by Ezra HaSaifa, that's like a big antique, you know what I mean? You could sell it and make a fortune. You know what I mean? You can retire for life. Listen to me. I have plenty of wealth, Baruch Hashem. I'm not exactly a youngster. For your children. My children, how much can they use? No, sorry. No matter what you think, the Seifo Torah is not for sale. Ah, come on. Think it over. I did. Ah, come on. Think again. I did. And again. I did. And your answer? No! Now, if there's nothing else you want to do business, you may go now. And now I hate you. Uh, don't say that. should not help. Uh, you should not... Uh... I know. I should not hate a fellow yet. Sinus is you're going to tell me, right? Uh, that's right. You know, you shouldn't be doing that. <coughs> you know the base of... I know. The base of me is registered. Okay, yeah, you know what? Uh, uh, keep that stuff to yourself, okay? Yeah, but you don't understand. Yeah, you, you should do tshuva. Ha-ha, <laughs> do tshuva. 
can't understand you. And as he left the house of Rabshraya, he was mumbling to himself, I can't believe it. This guy is off the wall. He's sitting on a treasure and he won't sell it. And he wasn't looking where he was going because he was trapped in his head. That guy is off the wall. These guys are not normal. They're holding a treasure and they won't sell it. Money is the thing. What's going on? Uh, ouch. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to bump into you. Hey, you didn't mean to bump into me? Then why did you bump into me? Who says I bumped into you? Maybe you bumped into me. Huh? You think I bumped into you? Yes. You walk around mumbling to yourself, not looking where you're going. But you know what? <coughs> I michael you. Say, okay? You can go right there. Where are you going? Oh, um, I'm going to visit Rob Schreier. <laughs> that guy? He's off the wall. He's going insane. No, 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 no. He is sick. Oh, yeah. He's sick in the mind. No, 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 no. He's very sick. He's not very well. Although he tries to pretend he is. He's getting old, you know, and he's uh, <clears throat> getting on in his years. Ah, really? Yes, yes. And uh, pretty soon, you know, his time will be calling up in Shemayim and have to get the Dimbach Eshman. <laughs> well, interesting. Ah, and then who's going to yash and everything? Oh, probably his children. <laughs> Very interesting. Hmm. And that means that uh, Torah from Ezra. Ezra? The Torah from Ezra? <laughs> I'm sure that's going to stay in the family. They would never sell that. And why not? They can make a millions and millions of dollars from this. What's the matter with you? There's nothing wrong with me. Maybe there's something wrong with you. You know, you religious people make me sick. Well, actually, you, who doesn't understand what Yiddishkeit is about, make me sick. Ha <laughs> ha! Ah, chutzpah. You're the one with the chutzpah. Oh, really? Yes. Listen to me. A safer Torah has more value than money. Oh, really? <laughs> How do you value something more than money? Money is what you need. Everything in this world comes with money. You buy, you sell. <clears throat> Everything is money. No, 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 no. Everything is living in this world for the world to come. That's what it's for. I learned that when I was young. I don't believe in that stuff. Well, if you learned more and you didn't stop learning... You would have understood the concept a lot better. I don't need to learn the concept a lot better. What's the matter with you? You and your crazy people. Uh, we're not crazy. The only one that's crazy is actually maybe you. Ha! Ah, a nerve of you. Huh, you know what? I can't convince that old man to sell the Tyra. Maybe when he, uh, you know, passes away, I could speak to his children to sell it. I guarantee you, they will not sell the Tyra. Oh, really? Yes, I can just about guarantee it. Oh, pardon me, excuse me a moment. Uh, uh, I'm snipping away over here because, uh, uh, you know, I'm Shrya, was a good friend of mine, and, and it bothers me that he's so sick. Bye-bye uh, now. I'll see you. I gotta go to speak to him. Ah, yeah, yeah. Go, 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 go. I had these three religious ghosts. I don't get them. <laughs> Tour is so important to them. Uh -huh. They think that there's a god in the world that watches over them? Of course there is! What's the matter with you? Yossi, Yossi, Yossi. Can we finish the story? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was just getting carried away. You know, all your stories are so lifelike. I know, I know, I know. Okay, so can I go on? Ah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Are you going to teach that guy a lesson? No, no, no. Hashem is going to teach him a lesson. But, but you're telling this... Oh, I'm telling a story that once happened. All right, I forget about that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, so let's see where we were. On page seven, I think. Oh, whatever. Okay. Anyways, so this man went to visit him, and he came inside, and Rav Shreer, and Rav Shreer, he was sitting there, uh, getting old, you know. Hey, Mendel, how are you? Uh, 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 what's going on there? He's still in there. I wonder what he's doing in there. All right, he said he's going to visit him. Uh, Baruch Hashem, I'm all right. You know, I just met this Michigan outside. Michigan outside? Is he calling me? Hey, the guy has his window open. Now, why is he talking? So oh, because he's an old man. you got to talk louder. Now, let me come a little closer. Anyways, <laughs> it's very interesting. So I met this Michigan outside, and he, he thinks you're crazy. 
The man who tried to buy my Sefer Torah, that's from Ezra HaSoifer, right? Yes, that's right. He's the one. He's Meshige. He's a Yid, that's a Mashumid. He gave up Yiddishkeit. Hope he does tshuva before it's too late. Anyways, so, what are you doing here today? I just came to visit you and ask you how you're feeling. I know you're trying to hide that you're ill and sick, but you know, uh, it's pretty obvious. I mean, you haven't been going into the work so much in your office. You've been working out of your house, and I can see uh, you're not walking so good right now. You're trying to keep a nice face, but listen, everybody knows that you're not doing too well. Yes, you're right. All right, but it's Hashem. When that day comes that Hashem calls me, I'll be ready, I hope. And then, then everything will pass on to my children. As I got this. No, no. I have two wonderful boys. I'm sure they're going to divide everything according to my will. All right. Uh, I hope I have a chance to write the tzavua. All right. Anyways. All right. You know, I'm very tired. Can I go lie down to rest? Sure, sure. I won't keep you. All right. Yeah. Ah, how are you? I'm a What do you want, mister? Ah, uh, you don't have to call me mister. You can call me Armoni. Armoni, Armoni. I like to call you a monkey. What? what? Uh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Ah, uh, nothing, nothing, huh? <coughs> all right, all right. Uh, listen, uh, you know, the, the windows were open. Yes, so? Uh, I heard you call me Michigana. Uh, yes, that's correct. That's what we think you are. Huh. And I think you're Michigan. You can make so much money if you sold that safe at Tyra. It's not for sale. Bye-bye, Michigan. Hello, it's Harmony! Yeah, 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 monkey, right, okay, but... And, of course, he was pretty angry. And then a few days later, word got out. People were sad. People were crying in the streets. Hey, 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 what's going on here? What's going on here? What's the matter? <laughs> He's a terrible, 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 terrible. Oh, I can't even talk about it. I can't even talk about it. All right, all right, all right, all right. Ah, there's the guy who likes to call me a monkey. Excuse me, sir. Oh, it's you again. What are you doing here on a day like today? What do you mean a day like today? Don't you know what today is? It's a beautiful day. See how sunny it is? It's a beautiful day outside. But inside, all the hearts are beating around here. We're all very upset and sad. Why? What happened? Huh? Uh, well, um, <clears throat> uh, Rab Shraya, he passed away. He was Nifter. Ah, oh, that's terrible. Now, wait a minute. Uh, all his belongings, who's he going to go to? Um, it's supposed to be divided between Machoel and Aaron, his two sons. But, you see, um, Rabbi Schreier, his hands were too shaky, and he couldn't, you know, write his tzavah, and he was nifted before he wrote it. So nobody knows how he wants to divide it. So uh, they're going to go to a, a dintaira, their two sons, and they're going to speak about it. They're going to see how they're going to divide it. Uh-huh. And uh, when is this Din Torah going on? After the Shiva. Oh, very nice, very nice. And sure enough, after the Shiva, this Nudnik, this Meshumid, this Armoni, he was looking to the right. He was looking to the left. All as he wanted to do was find a way to find out what's happening with that safe thing. Excuse me, you over there. Are you talking to me? Uh, yeah. I would like to talk to you for a minute. Mind if I ask you a couple of questions? It all depends what you ask me. All right, it all depends what I ask you. All right, my first question to you is... And your second one is... I didn't even ask you the first one. I know, but I'm in a rush, so tell me the second one first. All right, I just want to have a funny rush over here. Uh, uh, okay, uh, now, um... Tell me, um, this guy, uh, Rabbi Schreier, uh, the one that passed away? Yes, yes. What about him? Uh, he was a very rich man, right? Yes, yes. So why did the two kids, you know, Mikhail and Aaron, have to go to a Beston? Aren't they good enough sons to just divide everything in half? Oh, you don't understand. <laughs> it just hurts me so much to talk about it. <laughs> but I'll tell you anyways. You see... Uh, what's going on now is is that um, 
they're, they're, they're going to embezz them because you see, Mikhail says he's the old one and he wants to, 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 to be. Oh, it's bothering me. Just tell me. Okay, okay. Well, you see, Mikhail is older and he feels that as the Mikhail, he should uh, have first choice or get double portion. Uh, but, 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 but when they divide things, but he's willing to give all of this up if he could keep the Sefer Torah. Uh, you mean the Sefer Torah from Ezra? Yes, yes, yes. What else do you think I mean? Uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. You're telling me that this guy, Mikhail, would give up all the riches of his father just to have that Torah scroll? <laughs> you gotta be kidding. And what's the story with Aaron? Doesn't he say yes? Because he gotta be smart. Just give away that crazy Torah and then, you know, let Aaron keep all the stuff, right? Uh, no, not exactly. What do you mean, not exactly? Well, Aaron said the same thing. What? Aaron said the same thing? <laughs> yes, yes. Aaron said that he's willing to give up all the riches just to have the Sefer from Ezra. I, you're joking, right? I mean, these guys, hello, don't they know what money is worth? I mean, they got millions. They own property. They own boats. They own ships, you know, and, and they have businesses and everything like that. And they want to give that all up just to have a scroll? Well, yes. Torah is very important, and it's so holy. And this Torah itself is so specially holy because it was written by the great tzaddik Ezra HaSaifa. There aren't many sperm like this around, you know. I know. Probably the only one that, that anybody knows is in existence right now. Wow. Hmm. Very interesting. I wonder who's going to win this in Torah. I can't believe it. This guy's going to give up all the riches just for a Torah. <laughs> and I shouldn't be laughing so hard. I know that Torah is worth a fortune. Wait, I got it. I got it! He knows that that Torah is worth a fortune. So, therefore, what it means is that after, and I repeat that again to myself, after he gets the Torah, he's going to sell it. And he can make more money than all the fortunes together. He doesn't need the headaches of all the businesses. That's why. <laughs> I'm sure of that. Oh, 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 what's going on over there? Oh, where it? Oh, that's where the base din is. They're going in there. Ah, maybe I could listen in to the din Torah. <laughs> I don't keep you this guy anymore, but I got to know what's happening here. Now, where can I go in? I can't go in. It's not my case. Uh, ah, the window. Hmm. No, it's pretty high up. How many I got? Oh. Maybe I'll just take this brick over here, and I'll take this piece of wood over here, and I'll take this over here, and I'll take this here, and I'll climb up. Better not fall down. Okay. Oh, I got a good view in the window. Let me pry open the window a little bit. Okay, I got it open. <laughs> this is great. Okay. All right. Let me see what's going on here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Clean my nose a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Now I'm listening. He listens through his nose? No, 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 no. He just had to wipe his nose. Oh, okay. Uh, and what's going on? Shh. He's listening in. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. I'm listening in. Quiet over there. Uh, what's going on here? Mm-hmm. All right. Now it's a very tough case. Michael and Aaron, your father did not leave at Savor. He was nifter before he could finish writing it. So you cannot divide the riches between the two of you. There's so much. Why you have to fight? Oh, uh, we're not really fighting. Uh, that's right. We're not fighting. Uh, it's just that, um, you know, uh, we just, you know, uh, it's one item that my father has, and we both want it. I see. And this item is which? Oh, the safer Tyra. I, Aharon, want the Sefer Torah. And I, Machal, want the Sefer Torah. I see. And what are your tainas? Well, uh, I'm willing to give up every drop of my riches that I could inherit and let Michal keep it, and I just want the Sefer Torah from Ezra. I see. <laughs> You're standing by the window. That's quiet. You are listening in to the Din Torah. Ah, chutzpah. Ah, quiet. The only chutzpah is that you're interrupting me. I can't hear what's going on. You shouldn't be listening in. It's not right. Uh-huh. Uh, quiet, quiet. You don't tell me what's right. Now, quiet. They're talking again. 
Also, like I said, I want to say for Tyra, and my brother Michal can keep everything. And I want, and I, I, I also want to say for Tyra, and I'm willing for my younger brother to keep everything. He can keep everything. I don't need it. I just want to say for Tyra, the precious say for Tyra, to have this Tyra with such kadusha is unbelievable. I see. It's a very interesting and thought case to solve. I can't solve it like this. I hear all your tightness and everything. In three days, I'll come back. You actually, you come back here, and I and the rest of the Ionim will have an answer. Who is going to get what? Uh, all right, I guess. So will you get down from there? Now. I'm listening to every detail. All right, so you won't get down? Now. I'll make you get down. What are you going to do? Wait, put the... No, 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 pull that out. Ow. Ow, ow, ow. Got a boo-boo, I think. Oh, my nose is still on. Okay, good, good, good. Why don't you do that for? Because it's not right to listen in on somebody else's business. A chutzpah you have. <laughs> Nerve of you. <laughs> Never me? Huh. We'll talk about that some other time. At least I got the information I need. And so three days later, he was back up there again listening in to the verdict of the Besden. And the Dayan said, we have made our decision. I know you may not like our decision, but based on the fact that you both want the same thing and you're both willing to give up the same thing, I just want you to be aware that Mikhail is the older one. And therefore, he's really entitled to the double portion. Or, in this case, we'll call it first choice. So, um, <clears throat> being that he's the Bukhar, he could choose if he wants to give up the riches and keep the Sefer Torah, or give you the Sefer Torah and keep the riches. So, Mikhail, it's up to you. It's up to me? Well, of course. I want to keep the Sefer Torah and let my brother Aaron keep all the riches. And, of course, when Aaron heard that, he was happy and he was sad. He was happy, at least the Sefer Torah is in the family, but he was sad that he didn't get it. And so he went out and he was crying. And of course, his brother Michal chased after him. Please, please, Aram, please, don't, don't be upset. Don't be upset. You'll still have access to the Torah. I'm going to keep the Sefer Torah. I spoke with the Rob. And we're going to keep the Sefer Torah in the shul. And, and, and with tradition, you know, uh, it's going to be laid for one year. And then after that, it'll be laid on Simchas Torah. Okay? I know I should be happy, but it's, you know, I'm supposed to accept the Din Torah. I mean, we're Erlachiyidin and everything, but it's so hard. You'll get over it. Don't worry. I'm sure I will. Uh-huh. So that's it. Michal got the Torah. <laughs> <clears throat> there he goes now. He's separated from his brother. Uh, time to catch him. Excuse me, Michal. Can I talk to you? <laughs> you are? Uh, me? <laughs> My name is Armoni. Armoni? Where did I hear that name? Oh, you're the Mishuman. <laughs> what can I do for you? <laughs> you're a very smart businessman. Uh, what are you talking about, may I ask? Ah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> you wanted to save a Torah. And you, get, yeah, and you let your brother keep everything because you know the Sefer Torah is worth a lot more than all those riches. Well, that's right, it is. It's worth so much that you can't even put a, 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 a price on it. It's the Torah. And it's written by Ezra Sefer, the Kedusha that went into that. It's like unbelievable. <laughs> come on, come on, you can let me know. How much do you want for the Sefer Torah? I'll get you a customer, I'll buy it as an antique. And I'll be put in a museum, and you'll be a rich man. You'll make more money than all the money that your brother has. What do you say, huh? <laughs> I'm saying that it's not for sale. What? What are you talking about? I'm telling you, it's not for sale. I don't care about money. Money doesn't mean anything. What means is Kedusha, holiness, a way to be close to Hashem. Yes. And having this Torah will always remind me of the greatness of what Taylor is about. Sorry, buddy. It's not for sale. Ha! This guy is off the wall. He's crazy. Huh? Mishumid, Mishigana. There you are again. Ha! What are you doing here? Following me around? Uh, no, no. <laughs> so was I right? He's not going to sell this here for Taylor. Ha! He's crazy. 
He's off the wall. He's off the wall. You know, what I ought to do is I ought to go over and prove to him that that Torah's not worth anything. I should ruin that Torah. Oh, oh, you didn't hear that, did you? Uh, uh, hear what? And nothing, 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 nothing. I just tell you, the guy's off the wall. He doesn't realize how much money that Tyra is. Uh, he realizes the holiness and the kadush of it is worth more than money. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. I know. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. You tricked me. <laughs> Listen to me. You can still do tshuva. Ah, nothing doing, nothing doing. All right, he's out of sight. I hope he didn't hear me. <laughs> You know what I'll do? If I can't get that safer terror to sell and make millions, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to sneak into their base on Madras, their shul, and I'm going to ruin the safer terror. Yeah, because I can't steal it. Because if I steal it, they'll know it's me, because I'm the one that kept trying to buy it and sell it. So therefore, they'll know it's me. So I, I got to think about this. Got to think about this. Meanwhile, while he went up to the side thinking, huh. Baruch Hashem, he doesn't realize that I overheard his thought. <sighs> he thought, you know, like I didn't hop what he said. Sounds like he wants to ruin the Sefer Torah. I better go over to the Rav. And he ran quickly to the Rav. And he told the Rav. And the Rav said, Hmm, I see. We just had today a very big Achnosis Sefer Torah giving. Mm-hmm. And in that Achnosa Sefer Torah, it was so beautiful to see both brothers, Bechoyl and Aaron, dance together, each taking turns, carrying the Sefer Torah towards the shul. Hmm. And now you're telling me the Shemeshumit wants to do something to the Torah? I'll make sure the Shamoshim lock up the shul very well. Indeed, I will. <laughs> Now, let's see now what my plan should be. Nobody's around. Nobody can hear me now. Let me think. I got it. I got it. I got it. I could ruin the Sefer Torah. I could parcel it. I remember my younger years when I learned. There's a parsh in the Torah called Mishpatim. And in there, there's a phrase that says, Ba'avatim es Hashem Likim. And you should serve Hashem God. Hmm. Ah, that word avatim is spelt with an iron. <laughs> Let's see now. If I got in there when no one's around, and I took a razor, sort of, and I scraped away the iron, and changed the iron to an olive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I changed it to an olive, right? And then it'll read Va'avatem, but not Va'avatem with an iron, which means to serve Hashem, but Va'avatem, and you should lose Hashem. <laughs> wow, that would be great. Now, what's going on over there? What is going on over there? They're locking up the shoe. How am I supposed to get into the shoe like that? Wow. Oh, boy. They're really closing the shoe. I can't get in there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tomorrow, I'll get in. I have a plan. Hmm. Let's see. I do have a beard. <laughs> but I need to have uh, Jewish clothing. I know where to get them. Sure. I'll put myself in the skies. I'll change the way my beard looks a little bit. There we go. Let me look in this mirror. <laughs> now I look like one of them. <laughs> I'll go into the shul. Into that base of madrash. And then when they're davening my riff, <laughs> I'll go over and I'll hide somewhere in the shul. And I'll have some tools to get into the Arnakaidesh. And I'll take my stuff to ruin everything. Yep, that's it. And I'll take a little candle over here. And a little light. No, a candle might burn. Ah, a little lantern, right. <laughs> that's what I'll do. Okay, okay. Let um, me see now. I look good. Okay, my plan is going to go into action. And of course, the next day came. He dressed himself up in his disguise and was on his way to Shulfamirev. And some people didn't recognize him. Not as the Meshumit and not as anybody they saw before. So what do they do, Rabbi? What do they do? 
Vesinin Fulgumia Pagumi What's your name? What's my name? Excuse me, did I ask you your name? Uh, no, you didn't. But I could tell you my name is Yonker. Well, my name is... Uh, what was my name used to be? What was my name? My name is Amram. Ah, very nice name. Very nice name. Uh, you new around here. Where do you come from? Uh, somewhere's over there. Uh, where's over there? Uh, never mind. It's good. We gotta come, come on. Come on, we gotta get him. We gotta tell Myra. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Come on. All right, all right, fine. <coughs> Another person would ask him. Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, I never saw you here before. Are you new in the neighborhood? Did you come in here special? I mean, I, I never saw you before. That's all right. I never saw you before either. Oh, that's very nice. My name is uh, Shmuel. Uh, what's your name? Amram, 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 Amram. Let's see. Very nice, very nice. Okay, oh, oh, they're giving a clap in the beam and they're ready to start my room. You know, there's no talking in the shoes. Yeah, 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 it's fine, no problem. And sure enough, he smuggled himself towards the back, and they give a clap, and they started with Hurachim, and they're ready for Barku, and they started davening, and suddenly they were off to Shmoneser. And everybody closed their eyes as they're shuckling back and forth, concentrating on Shmoneser. Now's my chance. Where can I hide? Where? Hey, watch this box over here. Hmm. Let me open it up. <laughs> it's empty. <laughs> Let me take all my stuff with me. Let me climb into the box. And I'll wait until everybody goes out. Okay, I pulled it closed. Oh. Uh-oh. Doesn't open again. Not locked my... Don't worry, I got my tools. I can break out of here. Not a problem at all. And sure enough, after Myra was finished, everybody left. But he's about to come out of the box when suddenly he heard, Hey! I'm a rabbi, says. Oh no, somebody's staying late to learn. I better wait a little longer. And he waited until the beautiful, melodious voice finished. He heard the door close, and he heard all the locks close. <laughs> all right, now's my chance. Now, where is that frying thing? Ah, here it is. Let me pry open the lock from here. Okay, I've got it. Now, I push this open. Okay, now let me climb out. All right, now. Oh, boy, they really closed these windows pretty good. Now, I've got to make my escape here, so let me open the lock from the inside over here. Okay. That's it. All right. <laughs> Let me take this lantern, and let me light it a little bit. Oh, come on, the little Flintstones, rub together. Oh, there's the spark. Okay, good, it started. All right, now I can see a little bit. Hope nobody else can see the light. <laughs> they closed all the windows so good. Hey, they covered up the window so well. <laughs> this lantern won't shine outside. All right, now let me go to the Arnakadish. And they figured they locked all the doors. They don't have to lock it. Wait. Oh, they did lock it. They locked the inner door. Ah. Wait a minute. I could pick this lock. How am I going to do that? Ah. Wait a minute. Sure. Let me take this pin like this and this like this. Let me stick it on the lock. <laughs> I picked the lock. No problem. Now let me open up the iron. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Now, where's Ezra's tower? Now, this looks too normal. This looks... Ah! That must be it. Woo! Oh, yes, it is. It's got all the words on it on the front of the mantle. <laughs> let me take the safe and turn. Oh! Turn on a pretty thick parchment in those days. Okay, let me put it on the beamer here. Let me take off the mantle. Okay. Now, let me miss to miss put him. Ah, here we are. Ezra has safer, safer Torah. 
I don't care. He doesn't mean nothing to me. Oh, boy, Ramirez, that's a mistake for him. Well, he's going to find that out soon. Okay, just could you quiet down so I can finish the story? Oh, oh go ahead. Boy, this is getting exciting. <laughs> you don't know what exciting is yet. Okay, so here we go. Uh, okay, I got that iron eyes. <laughs> okay, there it is. Now let me take my feather and the ink here that I got here. Mm, let me see if I still remember how to make that olive that I learned in Yeshiva way back when. Ah, there it is. Now let me just blow a little bit so it should dry. That's going to be great. And this is why fantastic. Because now I'll put back the safe attire. Let me close it up. Put the cartel on. Okay. Let me put the mantle back on. Okay. Let me put it back in the iron case. This is going to be great. They'll never know it was me because I'm going to leave town. They'll never see me again. They'll think I left because I think everybody's crazy here. But when it comes to Mishpotim, which is so long later, they'll come up to it, they'll find the pursuit, and they'll be too late to do anything to me because I'll be long gone and I'll have my revenge. I'll ruin that millions and millions of dollar worth Sefer Torah. <laughs> teach them a lesson. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He's got to teach you a lesson. Yes, please. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. All right, anyways, now, he put the Sefer Torah back in place. I could say that I'm putting the Sefer Torah back in place. Okay, so do it. Okay, I'm doing it. Okay. So he put the Sefer Torah. I put the Sefer Torah back in place. Okay. All right, the Sefer Torah is back. Let me close the Aranakaitis. All right, let me lock it back to normal. All right. And now, um, um, let's see now. I got my lantern here and, uh, oops. I bumped the corner and cracked the lantern. Oh, no. The lantern went out. Uh-oh, I better reach down here, pick up all the broken glasses, put them in my pocket. Can't leave any evidence that I was here. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, I got everything. I think I got all the pieces of the lantern. Okay, now let me just stand up and go for the window over there by that moonlight. I can see a little bit of sliver of the moonlight there, so that's the window I opened. Okay, so let me go over there. But as he stood up, he bumped his head into a corner of the beamer. Did I hurt myself? Oh, oh, oh boy, I'm bleeding. I'm, I'm, I better wipe this up here. I gotta get out of here first. Oh, I screamed too loud. Maybe somebody heard me. Oh, I better get out of here. Better get out of here. And he ran towards the window, tripped a couple of times. But he finally got to the window, opened it up, and he climbed up. And outside on the street, a couple of people heard. What's that noise? What's that noise? Did you hear the noise? Yeah, I heard the noise. Of course, I heard the noise. Look, somebody's hiding over there. Hey, 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 maybe it's a thief. He's coming from the alleyway from the shul. Maybe he broke in. No, he can't break in. Not possible. Ah, I'll shoot it. Hevra, hevra. Before we start going to Shigya now, let's find out if something was stolen. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, let's go. Come on, come on. Find the shamash with the key already. And sure enough, they found the shamash with the key. They opened up the shul doors. And they walked around. With a lantern, and they didn't see nothing wrong. They went over to the Aranakaitis, and the store was still locked. But, just to be sure, they opened the lock, and they opened the door. And they looked inside. Ah, ah, it's still inside here. very good here. Yes, 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 still here. Yeah, yeah, Hashem. Let's lock up the place. Maybe the guy was in the alleyway. Maybe a cat scared him or something. <laughs> And sure enough, everybody forgot about the incident because it appeared like nothing happened to the shul. And the guy disappeared. They had no idea where he was. And finally, that we came the Shabbos of Farshish Mishpotim. And the Balkaya took out the Sefer Torah. Of course, I mean, he was reading the Sefer Torah. And as he was reading the Sefer Torah, he came, Uh-oh. Need to have to come here for a minute. I need to psak din. Bushies, bushies. Let me see. What's the problem? Oi, oi, oi! There's an aleph instead of an iron. Oi, oi, oi! The cipher terrorist puzzle. Oi, oi, oi! And just then, Michael got up. What? It can't be. Puzzle? It was written by Ezra Sefer. He wrote it with Ruch HaKoydes. It's not possible. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was puzzle. Oh, no. It's going to be... 
Don't worry, it could be fixed by a cipher. <laughs> yes, I know, but if a cipher fixes it, then it's not the same thing. It won't be called like written by as a cipher because it'll be written by, considered written by somebody else once it's corrected. Ay, 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 what am I gonna do? Ay, ay, he fainted. Yeah, he fainted. Get some water. And as they went out to get some water, while he fainted, he had a dream. Oh, wait, I, I want to do that. And in the dream, he saw his father. <coughs> Wake up. Wake up. And in the dream, he woke up. Father, father, did you see what happened? Yes, listen to me very carefully. Listen to what I tell you. Ah, the business of Mala sent me down there to warn you not to worry. You see, the Meshumid, who couldn't get the Sefer to sell and make his millions, so he decided to ruin the Sefer Torah. He came in here a long while ago, and he changed the iron to an olive. But don't worry. The Rabbi Shalom has his ways of making sure everything turns out good. This Meshumid doesn't realize he did an avla. He took out an iron, and you know an iron also means I. So as the Torah says, iron tachas iron. Now, because in his particular case, he erased the iron from the word Vavatem, so what happened is that Hashem is born caused that his eye should pop out. When he dropped the lantern and he cleaned up the pieces, he went over and he picked up his head and he hit the corner into the corner of the beamer and he knocked out his right eye. And when you wake up, you will look underneath the beamer, and you'll see the eye is still there. It rolled over there. Another thing I want you to understand is, you are not, and I repeat those words, you're not to have another cipher corrected. In Shemayim, it was decreed that Ezra's cipher will come down when everybody's sleeping. He will come down to the shul, and he will fix the cipher Torah himself, and it will be still called. Ezra Soifer's Sefer Torah. And then he woke up. Ah, ah, oh, wait, wait. Everybody, take a look. Underneath the beam. What do you see? Okay, I'll take a look under the beam. Ah, oh, disgusting. What did you see? An eyeball. An eyeball. So, I thought I was correct. And he told everybody about the dream. And when they saw the eye, they realized he was telling the truth. And then he said, and no, nobody, nobody should correct the Sefer Torah. Ezra himself is going to do it. You'll see, you'll see, you'll see. And sure enough, they left the Sefer Torah alone. And the next day, they opened the Sefer Torah, and they found it was corrected miraculously. And we see from this that the people show love for Torah, and Hashem performs special miracles. And people that try to stop Torah from being expanded or trying to stop people from keeping Torah or to realize the worth of the Kedusha Torah, they're the ones that suffer in the end. That man was never ever found or heard of ever again. And of course, this Sefer Torah remained with them as long as the two brothers were around. Over the years, over the centuries, have no idea, and know there's anybody else, of whatever happened to that particular Sefer Torah. Hopefully, it is somewhere buried and kept safe and sound when Mashiach comes, it will be revealed. Wow, what a story! Did I interrupt too much? No, I won't talk about it. Let's see, we have any time for... Okay, a short moment. Okay, we'll quickly take a few quick calls because time is running out. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name and what lesson do you learn in tonight's story? Hello? 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 Can I get a few phone calls because <laughs> there's a new story and I didn't tell who knows when. And therefore, I have no idea how long it takes. Uh, okay, we'll go to the next phone call. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. What's your name? And what lesson do you learn tonight's story? Hi, my name is Benjamin Sentinel. And I learned that Hashem will always help you. Excellent. Can my brother say something? Yes, 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 yes. 100%. You should never try to... 
Ruin the safer Tyra. My name's Ari Sittner. Excellent. And make sure you send regards to my grandson over there and my granddaughters. Okay? All right. That's all the time we have? Okay. So that's all the time we have. Sorry. I didn't realize the story would take so long because I never told it who knows when. Okay. So until then, everybody have a wonderful Shuiz, a wonderful Shabbos, a wonderful Shuiz, and make it a meaningful Shuiz. And really, remember, Torah is very highly, very holy. Bye. Bye. Anytime for everyone. This is jrootradio.com. <laughs>